Coming to you from a storage closet in McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania. It's Scotty and Liz are blank. Blank as shit, yo. Like, dumb. Like, like our brains got nothing inside them. Blank. Our brain? There's nothing inside the brains? You mean there's nothing inside our heads? Oh my god, we're so stupid we don't even know what brains are. <laughs> so what, so what's, uh, what, we, we are, we are, this is, this is, this is it, man. Like, this is live-ish. This is the recording. We're on the recording. I'm jealous of Joe Rogan. I've been listening to a lot of Rogan. I, I do want to do a shout out. Like, he doesn't need my help by any means, and, and I'm not asking no. for his. But, though, I would love to um, hang out. But, uh, just, you know, like, dudes. But Rogan is fucking awesome. And uh, he does that thing in, like, you know, three, two, one, bang, motherfuckers. All right. Like, now we're. That's neat. I don't want to do that. I just like it. Bang, motherfuckers. Yeah, something like that. So, uh,. What's up, dude? Oh. Scotty bought me a beer. Thank you, Scotty. Mm. You're welcome. Liz has bought me, uh, like, tons of beers in the last year, so I figured I could buy a one round. I appreciate it. I, yeah, I just asked you for an IPA. It's really, it's quite good. It what, is. What am I having, though? Uh, he said it was called Two Times. Two Times? Two Times. Two Times IPA? Two Times IPA, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, do you like I it? I probably should have realized that. <laughs> you didn't realize that you were drinking your favorite beer. One of my favorites. Two. There's two times IPA, so it's Southern Tier. Mm. Right. And then there's two Hearted Ale. So it's something with the word two in it, and I'm with it. Oh, word. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm drinking uh, a nice a nice scotch. It's a nice glass. You look yeah. so fancy right He now. fancied me out for our makeshift table, and I got a new chair. You didn't get a new chair. Scotty got a new chair. I, I could have taken the good chair. I left the nice chair for you. No, I mean, it's pink and black, and, and it's more comfortable than that folding chair we were in. That's what I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. On the corner where I'm balanced and trying not to knock anything off the table. It's pretty great. Yeah, so uh, I don't know how uh, how your week was, man, but uh, mine's been crazy. I'm I'm working I'm working at the at the taco joint, and uh, a different one. Yeah, well, I mean, Hambones wasn't like a taco joint, you know. I'm I'm at the Condados now, and it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. But man, do they do business? I've never made tacos so fast in my life. <laughs> well, I mean. Were you that fast before? Oh, jeez. Now you were just, like, critiquing <laughs> my my uh, work ethic you're, or something? No, no, not work I ethic. Was, I was always pretty not quick with the tacos, you know? Yeah. I think our biggest struggle when we had taco nights together was when something was special prep and you say to yourself, no sour cream, no sour cream, no sour cream, while you're putting sour cream yeah, on I've, the taco. I've done that a lot of times. Well, I mean, at Hambones, like, I would make the taco that I was making from start to finish every time. At Condado's, I'm just doing one part of each taco. That's interesting. Yeah, it's like a line. It's a factory. It's where, like a- where, you know, it's like a factory line, and you got to go fast. I feel like Lucy, you know, just like, <laughs> I'm just going to show. I fucked this taco up. I'm just going to shove it in my mouth. And you know, that, come on, you, you work in kitchens. You know what happens when you're like, I'm sorry, I fucked this one up. They're like, well, do you want to eat it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not, uh-huh. I, well, a lot of times I don't, uh, either give it to somebody else or throw it away, but, um, 
Yeah, this one, the one, this one dude. I, I don't even, I don't even understand what everybody does there. Like, it's there's a lot of people who work there, and there are some people who pick up the tacos. I don't know if they're the ones who are the waiters, or, or they're just the taco delivery uh, people. But they're, you know, they're moving tacos around after we make them. And uh, oh, this one dude was real happy because I fucked up a steak and uh, rice bowl. And I was like, nope, fuck this one up. And, there, and I was like, I guess I'll throw it away. And he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa I'm hungry. What's, <laughs> what's in there, man? And, and I was like, well, here, and just look at it. Because I got, you know, got, I got to remake it. You know, I can't just sit here and talk to you. And he was like, yeah, there's steak in it. You're fucking awesome. It's like a legendary day, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I work with a lot of really young people. Well, well, no, that's it's no, it's like that in all restaurants though, because we have like the vulture area at yeah. the place where I work, yeah. where the dead food sits, and the servers are just like, "What is that? Can we eat it? Can we have it now?" <laughs> They're like half eating it already. You're like, "No, that's for a check." And they're like, "It's not anymore." Fuck y'all. We're just hungry all the time. No one feeds us in a restaurant. Yeah. It's what do you mean? Weird. You don't get a free meal? No. Really. I'm allowed to eat three tacos a shift. That's pretty cool. No, it actually is, because I remember working at places where they were like, no, you just have to throw it away. You know? Well, I mean, we're allowed to eat the fucked up food. Yeah. I get a free meal, but that's only because... Your management. Yeah. Yeah. But no one else does. They get 50% off, so oh. I guess fuck them. Yeah, right? Jeez. Yeah. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a good time. You know, I feel like a hip old dude, you know? Like, I actually listened to nirvana in the 90s and i'm the only one that works there that can say that oh wow yeah including my bosses who are in their 30s but not far enough in because uh. <laughs> i was pretty much i was re like in i i li remember listening to bleach in 92 i was i was 12 and 11 in 92 you know i don't think i listened to nirvana until like <laughs> so close to him dying <laughs> So close. Yeah. Like, like maybe the yeah, end but I mean, how how rather. how old were you in April of two thousand? Sorry, Jesus Christ, I almost said two thousand four. How I, how old were you in in April of nineteen ninety four when when Kurt Cobain died? I think thirteen. So I was like yeah. twelve when I started listening. Yeah. yeah. And then oh no, I guess yeah, I'm just so. like a year or two older than you are. Yeah. What's I like hanging out with you because most people I hang out with are way. Younger. younger yeah, me. no, and that's the same somewhat. same thing. It's like it, me and you were like the meeting of the of the minds of old people who like to hang out with young people. Yeah, it's it's probably upsetting. It's probably it probably looks worse for you than me, to be fair. I don't care. I it's, I'm it's not a sex thing. I'm really just enjoy their energy. And most of the people I'm hanging out with that are younger than me are guys, and I'm a straight dude. So, like, it's it's, it's 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 normal. It's just a social thing. It's like I don't have kids. All my friends my age have kids except for, like, you and Phil and a couple other people, yeah. right? And I'm just, like, there's, these are people who have not yet given up on life and have hope and ambitions and dreams and shit. And I'm dumb enough to still have all that in my age, so I That's like that. That's a good way to look at it. Because you know? I usually look at it in the way that I'm like, oh, people my age have, like, you know, their shit together and they got yeah. families and kids and whatever. I don't want any of that stuff. Right? So why... So it's fine. Why should you, you know? I'd... I don't, I don't want to be married and... I don't definitely don't want kids. I don't care about being married. I don't know. It, I, it's it's not it's not a goal. <laughs> it's not a goal. For like me. like what's what's one of your goals in uh, life? Like a life goal. To be Liz motherfucking lemon. Well, oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. tell tell people what that means for people who don't know who Liz Lemon is. Uh, for anyone who has ever seen or heard of the show uh, Thirty Rock. Or oh yeah, yeah. I want to be Tina motherfucking Faye. Yeah. I want to be real life Tina Faye. Yeah. And I want to be fake life Tina Faye, which I'm closer to. <laughs> She's kind of gross and weird and. From like, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Just yeah, this is the wrong side of Pennsylvania. She's sure. a fucking flatlander. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> we're like. I, I also can't pull off overalls. It's a thing. Um, mm. I really um, who I can to pull her. off overalls? Have you seen overalls? Maddie Malloy had some great overalls the other day. Did who's Maddie Malloy? The comedian. I'm bad. I don't know all of it's them. It's okay. Little skinny gay kid with a mustache, with like a pedophile mustache. He jokes about it. Oh jeez. This wait. Oh, is he the dude who comes to, to your mic? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the one guy who goes up who's and he's pretty funny and but I don't know him. I I'm I'm just, I've said hi to him a couple of times but like No, he's pretty funny. I I I drink heavily at these things. That's fair. But yeah, he had overalls on. He's this little skinny thing and I was yeah. like, "Man, I've been trying to buy overalls." And he's like, "I had to go through 17 pairs." Oh my They're god. Hard to find the oh right my overalls. god. How much do overalls cost? I know how much my jeans no, cost, no, no, no. and I got them at half off. He had to try on 17 pairs. Oh, all right. I thought he'd say bought 17 pairs no. before he found one he liked. No, no, no. But it's, overalls are, ladies and gentlemen, overalls, they're tough. I don't, I, I don't think that they're, like, I don't, I, I would never consider actually wearing overalls. I couldn't see you in overalls. That'd be a bad look. I mean, not you only... You look so Marky Mark with that shit. Well, I wouldn't want... Like, that was never something I was going for. No. You know, I, 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 right now, I, I like my, um, my street clothes, which is really this one outfit of light blue jeans, uh, Walmart Batman shirt, and my, uh, my fitted... I'm Pirates against, cap. I want to tell you right now for the audience too. I'm against this shirt only Why? because I, just, I love, it. dude. I get a lot of pet positive attention from women when I wear this shirt out in public. It's in Pittsburgh. It's weird. My issue is the shirt size. It's, it's too, too big. big. Yeah. No. Well, I gotta hide my chiseled physique. You know, I'm 25 uh, now. Well, he is. Well, no. I mean, I got really close with push-ups, but push-ups alone didn't do it. I had mm. to add two minutes of planks per day, and it's ripping me right the fuck out. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to be in better shape coming in the 40 than I was coming in the 20. Isn't that weird? I mean, I'm a lot older, but... Sure. I have a lot but, more to drink. Well... And I, other things. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. You gotta yeah. live, right? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 saw, I saw Pulp Fiction in the theater when it first came out, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm of a very specific deranged childhood that could never have spawned an adult without a lot of addiction habits, you know? But I've, I, I've, uh, I've, I've wheedled them down a lot. I've gotten rid of the really bad ones, and I'm writing a book right now that kind of outlines that, in, including how stand-up comedy has helped me, and I'm calling it There's a Mouse in My House. What do you think of that? Why? Because there's a mouse in my house. Is there actually a mouse in your house? Yeah. Yeah, bring the cat back. Yeah. <laughs> he, it, he was he was good at, at, at a lot of things, mostly pissing me off, but he wasn't much of a mouse catcher. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, then I do like it. Yeah. Little... No. Oh, no. It's 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 awesome because I keep bringing it back to like, is this, it rem I'm trying to do like a Tomcat Murr thing, but it's, it's not my pet, but it's not not my pet because I feed it unintentionally. I clean up mm. after it because. Tomcat Murr, you've never mentioned that before. Oh, my God. I'm going to that... murder 
your face. Is that like a, a movie? It's a novel. Oh, it's a novel. Yeah. Tom Capmer. Yeah, it's a it's um it's a great little uh, novel uh, that was written in only in part by a house cat. And I'm not the dude who like is able to remember a lot of shit, so I'm looking That's up fair. everything. Okay. It's <laughs> is this it's e- These are stall tactics. Yeah, no, they really were. Uh, the, it's a novel by E.T.A. Hoffman, and I read this back when I was in my I know that name. in my mid twenties, and I was living in Manhattan, and I was working an office job, and I was really bored, and I did not have a cat. I've never owned a cat. My mother had a cat when I was a kid. Wait, what else did E.T.A. Hoffman write? Oh Jesus That's Christ! That's not the book I know. I mean. Oh, he also he also took an editing credit, and this is from 1819. This is an old story, okay. and is written in part by E.T.A. Hoffman's cat, apparently, and his name was Murr. Like M-U-R-R. That's right. All right. Uh, yeah, this guy was uh, <laughs> was a German from Berlin in, in the 1800s, in the early 1800s. Early. This is pre well before the the rise of socialism in <laughs> in Germany. It is so fucking hot. It's really not that bad. You just need to drink more of your beer. Oh, it's the just nutcracker. Sitting it's over the there. nutcracker. It's the fucking nutcracker. He wrote, he wrote the, the nutcracker? Yeah. Well, That's I'm not... I know his name. <laughs> the nutcracker is great. But he also wrote a book called uh, The Life... Well, hold on. I remember it as just the Tomcat Murr book. But it's called The Life and Opinions of Tomcat Murr, who is the pet of the author who's writing its own story on the back of the page. No, I'm not doing that. But, but you're... I, well, I mean, I'm thinking about uh, The Life and Opinions of Tomcat Murr while I'm writing it, and it has a similar tone to it. And uh, that's, that, that's, that's about the associate That, and it's about uh, the interjections in, in the... In the storytelling, which is a very autobiographical sort of telling of the narrator about his struggles with uh, just drugs and small towns and alcohol and and how stand-up has assisted in at least facilitating a a more palatable personality, uh, if nothing else. Have you ever read um, Filth? Yeah, by Palinuk? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've read everything Palinuk's ever written. Love that dude. I agreed with you, and that was not right. It is not him. I'm so sorry. It's not Palinuk. It's not. Wait, I agree filth? with it. Filth is, um... Oh, the dude Welsh. who wrote Trainspotting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yes, I've, I've, I've read all his shit, too. That reminds me a little bit of that. Oh, I love the dialectic that he writes in. Like, the Scottish are so much fun, I wanted to call everybody a cunt, you know? We have. We were talking about Oh, that. my God, no. Are you, like, you, it's like, you can see the movie, and it kind of makes you want to call somebody a cunt, but if you read the book, you, you know, every fifth word, in 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 this novel is written in a dialectic the, the way that um Faulkner wrote in a dialectic yeah. and I'm not so into Faulkner because it's a, it's a lot of gossip for one thing in his stories and um ugh, it not just, untrue not yeah. untrue I mean and, and he's just writing about other people gossiping and and and, and he's cr- it's a critique on that I but like I get I get bored with it and I don't like, like well every once in a while I want to use the word save as a replacement for the word accept and that's I learned that from Faulkner because it can be used the same. Yeah. But like every no one 
ever is not confused by what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get that. I say that as well. Yeah. But no, um, I think The Sound and the Fury is just one of the greatest American novels. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's he's he's brilliant. Yeah. Okay. No, he's a brilliant writer. I just... The the dialect kind of gets in the way for me every once in a while. Like, Hemingway wrote in a dialect, but it's generally my dialect. So... Well, that's fair. You know? But I mean, anything with that, with like, like reading um like a Clockwork Orange, where you have like oh, a yeah. whole but fucking But that's different, different because they're English, and we've been trained to like the English and dislike the South, and, uh, and didn't, you know? Oh, well then. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe bigotry on my part uh, as a Northern no, American. Um, actually, the, Northern North the Sound American. and the Fury, the, the first part of the book is written by a... Is from the point of view of a, a mentally handicapped man, yes. and so a lot of times you'll read a sentence and go, "I don't know what the fuck that meant." Like that wasn't right. That wasn't Plus, regular. they're speaking in a in a much and different dialect. Exactly. So it is yeah. kind of difficult, but yeah. I kind of like that. No, you know, I mean, I, I I dealt with that with uh, with Shakespeare, and frankly, Faulkner's way easier to understand than Shakespeare because oh, yeah. Shakespeare has some moments where it's just like. I couldn't tell you what that's supposed to mean. Yeah. And you can figure it out in context, and that's how you're supposed to do it. And you'll have your teacher will tell you, but another teacher will tell you a slightly different meaning. Well, that's the thing. I like Shakespeare, don't get me wrong, but it is funny that there's, like, you know, entire classes. There's, this is how to read, read you know, Shakespearean well, you, literature, you because otherwise that. you're not going to... You need the. It's like learning another fucking language. Well, you know, they didn't do that with us at Alfred, and in fact, they made us read... Um, Oh, what was it called? Beowulf in Middle English, and I had to write oh. a yeah, and I had to write a paper on it. And if you think that that uh, the, the Shakespearean English is a little bit removed from what we speak now, yeah. Middle English predates that by quite a bit, and it it was it was a little brutal. Yeah, and I just wanted to. Canterbury Tales was like that. They well, were like, they were yeah. like, good luck. Well, no, out. well, let, can I finish my thought, though? Was, you, was I had a nice momentum, and, and you stole my silence. Go. That was my silence, Go. you bitch. Go. Jesus Christ. Well, I kind of wanted to team up with Grendel's mother and cut off Beowulf's head for putting me through this shit. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, yeah, Canterbury Tales was hard, but I did Beowulf first, so by the time I got to Canterbury Tales, it was just a good time. Yeah. Well, it was a good time, though. Not just, it wasn't a cakewalk by any means, but like, he's a funny guy. Yeah. You know? But you have to, and it's any of those books, once you get into the rhythm of it, yeah. like, it's, it is like picking up a foreign language. Because, no, it was brutal. Yeah. It, it took, it took, it, it was one of the hardest things I had to read in school. And I've read a lot of, you know, I mean, technically difficult things. You know, but um, you know, you know, you know, you know what I'm I, I I used to only want to be a novelist, and that was it, until uh, I was doing it semi-professionally for like ten years and fifteen years, and people and realized that nobody in America reads. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fair. So I started getting into stand-up because that's that's what uh, Mark Twain did, was to promote really? his books. Oh yeah, he was the first stand-up comedian. Mark Twain. That's why there's a Mark Twain Award. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I was I was in my grandmother's house snorting pills and, you know. Other chicanery. Oh, my God. I, it was so bad and so pleasurable all at the same time. It was very, well, I was also getting laid a lot. Which is crazy. Some hellbound heart No, shit. which is crazy because after I start getting my life together and, um... Get out on my own and get a job and 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 you know I'm soberish, aside from 
binge, the normal shit. binge drinking once or twice yeah. a week. Um, once or twice a day. Not anymore. I don't work. <laughs> okay. at, I don't work at Hambones anymore. I don't do that shit. Hey, that's part of the reason I had to leave too. No, I was like, I mean, man, I'm an alcoholic. I need to work at a bar. Right? Not at all. <laughs> like this is not a place for me. I just I walk out. I punch out off my shift, and I'd be like, man, I'm gonna I please? drink until I fall over. Yeah, let me just drink away everything I just made, please mm-hmm. and thank you. Yeah, we were basically working to drink. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks for that. Hambones. <laughs> Not oh, you. I thought you meant me. Not you. Like you have to start respecting my silences. I like sometimes to take a, a dramatic moment. All right. It works for me on stage. Why wouldn't it work on the, uh, what's it, iPod? Podcast. Google? Chromecast. Chrome? What? <laughs> what's happening? See, this is this now. This is an awkward silence. This is not one of the, my lingering silences that I like. But, but one of the things that I wanted to accomplish with my life at this point, since I started getting the comedy and performing, and, and it's a lot of fun. And this is mm. way more fun than I. I was just terror at first. I was just like, dude, this is just something you have to do, so that you're not gonna end up, you know, just hating your life. You know, you got to get out there. It's the only yeah. way you're gonna get an audience. And now we're making a show. At Unplanned Comedy Warehouse. Dreamcast. It's no, it's it's amazing. And you know what? This this show, this variety live is what we're calling it. Holy shit! Did you see that? Dude, that was not come on, that was nice. Those are good. No one can see this, but Scotty's sleeves are too big, so he had to like zhuzh them up a little. And uh, he's got some fucking muscles under there. All I've right. been doing a hundred push-ups a day since May. Why are you hiding those? He's got um, some guns. He's no, got some guns, I, ladies I, and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I bring him. I, I bring him out at work so that Did I get you? respect. Yeah, I wear I wear very tight cottony shirts, and uh, and with, yeah, and I go in there and I and see, I see. I think you do better with the tight cottony look. See, but women your little, your little nipples. <laughs> right? You would you would think so. Um, but uh, women seem to respond to me better uh, when I look like a piece of trash. I'm sorry. That just the nicer I look and the more appealing I look, the more they take a step back and they're like, I don't know about this guy. But if I just roll around and dog shit a little bit, <laughs> the women of Pittsburgh are like, what's your name? And I'm like, you've gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> what is this reality, man? Well, Pittsburgh women are used to Pittsburgh treating them like trash. Yeah. <laughs> like with the weather and yeah. fucking... Oh, so bad weather means I want to come back. If you're gonna be poor, do it right. <laughs> be a real piece of shit so I can no. feel good about you. You need to make me feel good about myself. No, that's fair, though, because if you look too nice, then they'll have too high of expectations, and then you'll... Um, what's that thing you do Disappoint? when you fuck shit up? Oh, you'll talk, and then... And then disappoint. <laughs> First the talking, then the disappointment. No, I, 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 I understand. Uh, I, I, my new job at the taco place, uh, now that I'm not working at the dive bar, <laughs> thank God, the dive bar was rough, dude. It's it not, not like we had a lot of business rough, we just had a lot of nonsense rough. Like, the new job is a lot of actual business, and no-nonsense, which, oh, I love no-nonsense. Nonsense Sounds bugs nice. me. It's it's it is and it's cool. I don't remember what my point was though. I don't think I ever stated it. I don't know how you would know. That's fine. E.T.A. Hoffman. I'm going back there. I'm going back there. Oh, I love. Uh, I do the 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 life and opinions of Tomcat Murr is I 
I was remember being 25 on a subway in Manhattan and laughing my ass off in while somebody's crotch was in my face. Okay, I do remember you telling me about this yeah. now. I guess I listened to you. Okay. But no, but here's the other reason why the name is so familiar, because I continued to look it up. It's not just yeah. the Nutcracker. I'm doing a piece in September. Yeah. No, September, October, that um, that actually incorporates um, his story, Der Sandmann. I don't know. It's a really, it's a twisted fucking German story. Oh, yeah. Well, he it's is like a German dude. It's like dark and fucked yeah. up. And it's sort of like the basis of Capella. Do you know the story of Capella? I do not know Capella. It, it doesn't. It's a ballet, but the basic story of Capella is like, this guy falls in ballet, love with this doll, and the, but he thinks it's a girl, but it's really a doll, and the, the doll maker is crazy and wants to make the doll alive, so he tries to kill the guy and transfer the guy's soul into the doll. It's a whole thing. Oh, that sounds like Chucky. It's not unlike Chucky. That's awesome. That's one of my favorite horror movies because it's very funny. So yeah, that's very cool. E.T.A. Hoffman is uh, yeah, he's, so he's making his rounds in one 2019. Of, uh, yeah, good for dead old E.T.A. German as Hoffman. But uh, listen, he has two ballets. Anyways, go ahead. Two ballets. One of my life goals has become to to assist other performers in finding a, a good venue uh, by creating that venue. Mm. Uh, a called, vehicle. Called Variety Live. Yes, it's a vehicle. And we're going to live stream it on Twitch um, on September 7th, September 14th, September 21st, September 28th, October 5th, and October 12th. Um, we're, we have uh, great lineups. Uh, we're still filling up the last two shows, but they're more than half each. Um, I haven't been able to get Dave Chappelle to host the last show, mm. so I'll probably just bookend this whole thing, mm. you know? Host the first one, host the last one, unless Dave calls last minute. You never know. He's like that sometimes. He is amazing, uh, has been one of my... He likes Pittsburgh. Well, he's from Ohio. We have we get along, Pittsburgh and Ohio. We're just hand in hand. Oh, we really do. Pittsburgh and West Virginia, too. Squirrely's from West Virginia. He's I'm helping aware. us throw the show. I'm sorry, there are other... By the way, no one knows who Squirrely is. Nick Grabiel. Okay. Now people know who Nick Squirrely is. Yeah, Squirrely Nick. He's the, he's the, he's the great sound engineer. He's part owner of the River's Edge. Uh, but he says I have to talk to his business partner if they're going to promote our show for the next five weeks. So I do know her. So maybe that could happen. I don't know. I think that could happen. <coughs> uh, who else is on this show that, that you speak of that I have never heard of until right now? Oh, geez. Well, I mean... Except that I'm, you know... Let me bring up a list. It's in here somewhere on my f cloud. I feel like you might just know it off the top of your head. Well, I mean, the first show, uh, the one that I'm going to be hosting, uh, I know that Krish Mohan is going to center the show as the stand-up comedian. We will have one stand-up comedian do a four very short four-minute set um, uh, per show. I, I think the four minutes is great, and the four minutes is our is our, our is our is our time limit for each section of it because you know we're all very busy these days. And well, this I'm way, sorry. go ahead. You can break down the show and just watch it one piece at a time once it's uh, all up and on the internet. So wait, I'm so sorry, but you said each section. So uh, what kind of things can you see? 
On our show? On Variety Live. Oh my god, Variety Live is... Uh, well, we're gonna have sketches, and, you know, I've written three books. I finished a movie recently. I wrote a poem last night. I'm starting my fourth book. Wait, why are you rolling your eyes? I, I actually... I couldn't roll my eyes far enough back into my head, ladies and gentlemen. I had to roll my whole head back. <laughs> so if you're done no, it's talking true, about though. how great you are, can we talk about the other people on the show? I don't know, maybe like a like a Gabonesson Vanessa. Wow. Gabonesso. Yeah, she is hosting I think the fourth show on September twenty-eighth. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm very excited to have Gab on. Uh, I it's I really uh, ran into a lot of good fortune while booking this show. Uh, almost all of, of of my first picks said yes. That's awesome. A uh, couple did not, and um, that's okay. Maybe we'll get them next go round. Oh no, they'll they'll want us next go round. Oh, I I've, I've, I've changed <laughs> I've changed the narrative on this, and I've started to include myself in this. Oh uh, well, I mean you are bringing a hell of a lot to the table. Oh, well, thank you so which much. Which is why I guess we, we're going to have to call you, I wanted to call you Bitch in Charge. I'm with Bitch in Charge. Because that's definitely got to be one of your titles, because you're going to make sure that the pre-show, the, 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 the organization of the show, and that everyone gets on stage on time. Yeah. And that and makes... And gets off stage on motherfucking time. That's right. If anyone's difficult doing that, I will assist. I do. With I know my it's guns, so... bitch. Look at them. Look at them! Look how rocky and, and like rippling they are. Did you even know there could be a dimple there? I listen. I want to make fun of him, but they're actually pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie. I got bingo arms, so I can't say shit about that shit. It's pretty impressive. I'm proud of him. Thank you. But uh, now I want to get like a hook made. <laughs> uh, no, I would. We are. If if it has to be, I will. I will buy three hockey sticks. And duct tape them together, and use a but and duct tape a, a but because they curve the tip. They do. So I'll get like three of those, and I'll I'll duct tape them, and we will make this hook, and it'll be sturdy. And if if they resist the hook, I'll just go out and and, Don't and hug the them hook. and 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 pull them off stage that way. I don't. I don't think that anyone's gonna give us a hard time. No, I don't think so either. No, it's that is funny to imagine someone getting hugged off stage, though. <laughs> I think I'll put Eric Williams up there just so I can hug him off the stage. How does that sound? That's hilarious. Yeah, as I, I know he wants uh, to to work with us, but no, I'm writing the sketches, and we all know that I am the greatest living American author. Why are you hitting your head off of the very phallic microphone? Because I like phalluses in my face. Oh, that's uh. Said every woman comic ever. <laughs> well, you have to if you want to be on stage again. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm never on stage. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be hosting the second show no, on right. September 14th. Who's on that show? Come on. I know the answer to this. Oh my God. Well, you know who else is on my show? I've got Just Janelle and Rev Joy doing a skit about, or a sketch rather, about um, virtual prison. I've got Don Arner gonna do a da baby sketch, which I'm. Don't I, give away too much. No, I'm I not. Have, I have uh, Osha Dwyer. Osha's awesome. I'm so I'm so Osha's glad she's mind. doing this. She's a um, very funny woman, and she doesn't funny. talk about getting a dick no, in her face no. at all. I like that. That was hyperbole. I like that about her. No, there there are, it was hyperbole. There are several very talented female comedians who do their shit and get respected for it. Gab is another one. Yes. And it's just the cliche, the whole, like, 
Well, you Amy like to joke Schumer around like that too. Bullshit. Oh, Amy Schumer is like great. To talk about I would love to see her in a gangbang. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> No. I, well, we've also got lady comedians in town that like that sort of dirty wait, humor. You know, it's yeah. an easy way to get attention, you know? Yes, easy is correct. Mm. Not a fan. Not my thing. And if that's your thing and you do well with it, you do, go, girl. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> do, do you remember who else was on your, your September 14th show? Absolutely. Of course I do. Yeah, I believe. Because there's a lot of great people. You know who? You know who's going to be on all the shows? Francis is. is Courtney Francis is on my show, right? I don't think she's on yours. Gotcha. I think she's on the one after yours. But listen, you know who's going to be on all the shows? Who? The great and very funny Trevor Austin. Oh, Trevor Austin. Trevor Austin is going to do humorous uh, music because that's what he brings to the table. And it's a hard it's a hard angle. Not a lot of people can do it. And he's been one of the people who's been... He hasn't been the... He's not the first one I've seen in Pittsburgh try to make musical comedy, but he's the only one I've seen succeed at it. Well, that's... That, that's what the important part is. Isn't it? And he's very funny, and he uh, women uh, love him, and I'm very happy to have him on all six shows of Variety Live. You know who else is going to be on all six shows? Is Mike Donati, Mickey. Oh, uh, yeah, Mickey. Mickey is... Todd Kavanaugh is on... Is Oh, is on they're both for, our shows, on, and yeah. you get Luna Lacrim. I get Luna Lacrim. You get Luna. She's adorable, dude. She is. She's a cute oh my kidding. god! It's the second I saw her perform, I was like, "Would you be interested in working with me sometime in the future?" I'm very respectful, and I work with Liz Tripoli, and she was like, "Liz, really? Yeah, I'd love to work with you." You're welcome. Thank you. You've done a lot of things like that. We have also got Justin Wells working in our tech crew, Aww. along with Jeremy K. Wood and Nick oh, Grabiel. I mean, we have an all-star cast we of really technicians, do. We do and and we we've got an all-star cast of performers. Like I have an erection every time I think about what this show is going to be. It's you, true. He can't think about the show in public. He can't. Well, I mean, I do, but it's With, like a book a, in his lap. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a it's, it's a relatively small phallus, so nobody just sees. It. I wear loose jeans, you know. <laughs> you heard it I've, here first. It's a, it's a joke I've been working on. Small phallus, loose jeans. Yeah, no, I can walk around with, a, with, a, with an erection all the time. No one will know. Like a like the monkey that's uh, poking at the edge of that dude's mouth, and he's all smiling because he doesn't know it's not a finger. You haven't seen that shit on uh, that meme? Thankfully, no. Oh well, it'll come around. I'm sure it will. <laughs> I mean, just the comedians alone. We've 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 got uh, Krish on the seventh. We've got Osha Dwyer on the fourteenth. On the twenty-first, I Ian believe McIntosh? it's Ian McIntosh. On the twenty-eighth, it is Zach Funk. Zach Funk, dude. He just did an hour this year. Yeah. Or, yeah. He just put out his album. And yeah, and he killed. He killed killer. an album. He, he he killed an hour. Like, he's, that's incredible. Yeah, it was just... Like, I've got a strong 15. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's been doing it a really long time, too. Yeah, well... But here are the other comedians. Now I actually do forget, legitimately. Well, after... Well, Ian's, Ian Insect is hosting a show. Is, is hosting uh, the, the 5th of October. Um, I have all this written down. Uh, say something for the people while I look for these lists. All right, look for the list. I was trying to look at my list, but I only have the incompleted ones. Um, mm, so now, I mean, I know we're talking a lot about the show, but we're very excited, and it's it's honestly gonna be. No, it's gonna be incredible. Fucking awesome Do you understand? To go see. We have a sword like, swallower. I don't, even, I don't even get to enjoy. Yeah, we have spider. We, she's awesome, dude. We have yeah, we have Slippy the clown. We have we have we have. We have I don't know about Slippy the. I, I would okay. You told me you had Dave. 
Yeah. Oh, D- Dave Pollack. Or but sorry, Dave Dave Pollack. Yes. He's Slippy the Clown. Oh no! I thought you had Dave. Gr- Never mind. We have different people. All right. Well, we can get Dave. I, there's always room for a clown. Oh, I'll talk to. Dave. There's always room for a clown. Yeah. Um, I I would really love uh, Marissa. I don't even know her last name to come and yell at me in the f- in the first show that I'm hosting. Spider will do it. Claudette. Yeah, but does she does she play accordion? She doesn't, but she's adorable. And she's a sword swallower. And she's a fucking sword swallower. And she's gonna swallow a sword or two for us. Yeah. To to a live audience, and you know, admission's only ten dollars, and is in. Lawrenceville. I mean, technically Upper Lawrenceville, but is it like 55th and, and uh... Well, it's Unplanned. Unplanned is a fucking awesome yeah, place. Unplanned, uh, Comedy Warehouse. It's right above the Hop Farm, which has great, uh, what, micro-brews. Yeah, they actually are really good. Yeah, they really are. Not, not even just saying it because it's a place that we're doing a show. I've been there to drink without going to Unplanned, because, you know, I like beer. Yeah, and it's a, it's, it's a very laid-back atmosphere, but it's, it's clean and well-lit, and... It's, it, Hemingway would drink there. Hemingway would definitely drink there. I, and that's how I that judge not, all not drinking establishments. Well, you know where Hemingway wouldn't drink? Where? Ham bones. <gasps> no. You there's, don't think? There's no fucking way. He would walk in there and be like, I've been through too much. Turn around. He was in, 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 the, in the wars. He would drink there. No, he wouldn't. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Why? Is it the only place open at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm just saying. It's got, a, it's got that... I think it's got that vibe at like three in the afternoon. When it's bumping in there, that's no, no. place for Hemingway. No, it's a it's a it's a it's a great place to go see uh, an amateur show, and I've collected a lot of great talent from there. You know, we have Sam Miller on the show. I watched him play one night, yeah. and just I could I could just I saw all the women become sexually aroused, and all the men <laughs> were like, "That guy's all right. He's pretty cool." <laughs> Like, I saw it happen. Dude's like 24, tall, handsome, with a voice like an angel who can play the guitar like the devil. Like, it's a, it's gonna be a phenomenal show. Let me see if I I'm can find I'm actually sort of, and I'm not, again, like, I don't actually get to enjoy any of these shows, because I'm gonna be backstage going, get the fuck, no, get, put that fucking, put the fucking tutu, I don't fucking care, put the fucking tutu on. <laughs> well, you know, heavy lies the crown boss lady. Well, I like it. I like the I'm um, the bitch in charge. Bitch in charge. That's what I was searching I like for, that. but I forgot about um, it. I'm I'm almost done with my two ounces of of I know. Uh, black label. We're gonna label. have to take a real quick pause. Well, we have five minutes, right? What? It's almost eight o'clock. We, we didn't start this till like seven thirty. No, yeah. All right, so we have we're gonna twenty minutes. All right, so let's break now. We're gonna break right now. Right. Right about. Right about. Uh. Uh. uh, uh, uh. And break over. Blammo, kapow, zoom, here we are. This is it. This is, is us. Is that the Batman shirt talking? Oh, I love the Batman shirt. I am Batman. It was it, That movie really resonated with me. I mean, I, 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 I was more into the Joker, but, like, you, you can't have the Joker without Batman. And, frankly, Batman's uh, symbolism, I, I can't afford a tailored purple suit, and I don't think I could pull it off. <laughs> But I can wear a Batman t-shirt, and I fucking look awesome. So, all right, listen, we, we, we got the, the first show on September 7th. I'm hosting Scott Israel. I hosted the Sedgwick stage at the Millville Music Festival, and it was th- one of the most fun experiences I've had in a, a, as an adult, and better than most of my sexual encounters. Like, Whoa. yeah. No, they've been wonderful sexual encounters. They just didn't have a cheering crowd. 
Okay, <laughs> real quick, and I probably said this on some other <clears throat> podcast at some point, but seriously, yeah. you on the Sedgwick stage, I heard you. Yeah. Man, you were killing it. I know. I'm going to bring that to Variety Live. I was, I was like, power walking through it. I was like, that's my boy. Thank and you. I high-fived the air, and I kept power walking through Awesome. Yeah, and we're going to have a website. Uh, it should be up by Monday. So by the time this podcast is legitimately online, uh, it, it, it's uh, VarietyLivePGH.com. That's our... Uh, that's our website. We own it through uh, Squarespace. Woohoo! I was gonna say Squirrel Space. So, yeah, it's almost it's Squirrely Space. <laughs> Squirrely's designing that thing. He's working his little butt off. Aww. He does not have time to put in the kind of work that he's putting in. I love, no. I love Nick Rabiel. He doesn't he's have a, much of a body either. Poor no, boy. He's a skinny guy, but the ladies love him. The ladies do love the squirrel. All right. We've got the amazing Chris Mohan on the seventh. We've got the Nerd Herders, one of my favorite local bands, mm-hmm. with uh, Mike Dugan and all those guys. There, is it like a five, six-piece band? The drummer is incredible. You got six, or sorry, three guitarists and a bass player. Is like he's the only one my height, so we end up talking a lot after the shows. You know, it's hard for me. They put a crick in my neck trying to look up like that all the time. We got Todd Cavanaugh. Todd is an amazing burlesque performer. Um, yes. We got Just Janelle and Rev Joyer doing a ske- uh, one of my sketch. Well, we wrote a sketch together, and they're the only ones who really have written a sketch with me so far. And it's the virtual prison sketch. Don Arner is going to do the baby sketch. I'm going to be in that sketch with him with... Uh, me and him and three other guys, uh, where we make it. Uh, we're gonna make. We're gonna poke a little fun at the, the greatest rapper who's ever lived, the baby, the <laughs> baby, Jesus. Um, we've got Mickey, uh, Mike Donati. Uh, Mickey's on all six shows. I've, Mickey's. I heard Mickey play, and it was it, it, it was it was emotional. Like he's he's in, very good. No, he is. He's incredible. I mean, he, he played all over Philly in churches before he, he came out here. And I'm so glad that he's in Pittsburgh. Uh, we get Jabber Scotch. They're going to do a great short-form improv. As we mentioned before, the great Trevor Austin. Um, oh, we've got the 18-year-old Daniel Harmon. And he does... Dan Harmon? We got Dan Harmon? Yeah! Yeah! Are you excited? The magician, Daniel Harmon. He, he killed it. At, you, you're not getting what I'm saying, are you? Dan Harmon. No. He does Rick and Morty. His name is Dan Harmon. All right, go on. I'm excited for a magician. Carry on. Yeah. I uh, just ruined his fucking yeah. entire choice right now. Yeah, yeah you did. Uh, and we've got Lindsay and Ryan. And for those of you who don't know, Lindsay has a voice like, oh, my God. No, she does. Oh, my God. And when, when she really lets that thing rip, it's, 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 it's incredible. And Ryan plays the guitar, and the two of them are the, the most adorable couple. I was going to say, they're so they're, adorable. They're so cute. You want to, like, pinch their cheeks and watch their porno all at the same time, you know? They don't yeah. have a porno, I'm just saying. Well, that we know of. Yeah. It might come out after. (laughs) The second show on the 14th of September, we've got Liz Tripoli hosting it. Have you heard of her? Liz Tripoli? I think she's on a podcast called Scotty and Liz are Dumbasses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I know her from. Mm. Yeah, and uh, we got Todd Cavanaugh again, but this time Todd is also alongside the very talented, very... Her her, Luna LaCreme, she's spectacular. Luna L. Krem? No, you're good. What? I think it's they. What? I think they're good. I think they are good. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I understand what you're saying. 
I'm not, uh... I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure. Well, anyway, Todd and Luna. I, th- I think they're going to do each do their individual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, probably do a sketch with us. I like them both for At First Sight, um, which is a, is a romantic oh, yes. sketch. Uh, very funny. I that one. And I, I talked to both of them about it, and they seem to be on board, so that's probably we're going to do that with them. That's the one, that's the one sketch I want to do with different actors on all six shows. Um, it's That's an, cute. Yeah, it's an easy show. It's an easy sketch, and we'll switch out the dynamic of the romantic romantic partners. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm yeah. with that. I like I like what you're going with that. Yeah, and and they'll do they're they're gonna put on their own shows. I mean, limit well. is limit is four minutes, you know, and um, it's is it I it will be entertaining. This they, is great for any of you, you know, ADH sort of mindset people. Well, I mean me. I'm talking about me. Um, but no, it, it, it is great. And I like that we have... A diversity. We have so much diversity. And we have so much, like... It's short form on things. So it's not... I mean, if it's not your thing... Yeah, something else is cut. Yeah, minutes, wait four okay? minutes and you get something else. And we've got spectacular stuff. The singer-songwriter Joey Paleski, who I saw at Hambones... And he is. Oh, I know Joey. Yeah, he's a little grungy, and he's very gritty, and 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 he's very talented. Uh, he'll he'll get a, a song on that one. So there's shout outs to like three thousand people. Yeah, uh, Osha Dwyer. We already discussed. She's a brilliant comedian, very soft spoken, very funny. Um, and we have the, we have the triple threat of Drew, which I don't think I said on the mic. I think I was just telling my friend Jess about yeah, it. Yeah, what date? He gave me a date. I just don't have. Well, we don't have to discuss that on, on that. Yeah, we'll but, figure it out. But Drew is going to do Andrew the Impaled. He's going to do Andrew the Impaled. Yeah. He's going to act because he's a is a fucking Pittsburgh actor of acclaim that's like fucking getting shows all the time. Huh. And he's gonna he performs as Drew D R U, and also he is the um, the lead of. The Liberty Tubes, if anyone has heard of Liberty Tubes, which is an awesome band. Yeah. Uh, no, Drew's just killing it all over. Drew's awesome. I'm so... I mean, look, I, I can't stop being grateful for all the people who have agreed to be on yeah. the show. They're all, on their own, incredible. And when we shuffle them in with people and talents that they don't know and, and, and they haven't seen before, I mean, the performers are going to have at least as good a night as as the audience and the audience is going to have a great time. Oh, okay. I mean, there's there's no way that they're not. I mean, I have a clown putting a pie in my face in the first. Uh, oh Jesus! I shouldn't even say that. I should have been a, ruined it. I'm spoiling. Ruined it. Spoiler That's what I'm saying. Alert. You're saying too much. No way. Then we got Trevor Austin, Jabber Scotch, and Mickey. They're going to be on all the shows, and 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 these not not to. They're incredible. Each each of them. Uh, the magician Dan Daniel Harmon. Um, did you? Uh, it's not that Dan Harmon. It's a different Dan Harmon. <laughs> it could be. You won't know until you show up. Well, I mean, it'll also be on Twitch, but you really should come. I mean, we only fit. It's 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 an it's a nice size, small, medium venue. But I mean, you know, if you re- you know, you're gonna want to see this show live. I, oh my, we have a sword swallower for crying out loud. Clowns. We have, we have said that a lot of times, but can I really? Sorry, what? I was watching Scotty's Red Bull just have a seizure. But um, I hit it with my phone. I know, but it was like doing a thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, fucking sword swallowing is awesome. If you haven't seen I, it, the only, I highly The only it. time I've ever seen a sword swallower was in Manhattan, okay? And, and they were putting on a street show. It was a street performer. Yeah. And it was a guy. But it was 
the crowd that was gathered around was thick, and they were surrounding this guy. And he went from small sword to medium sword to like, is how is he not poking his guts out? No, yeah. When she does it, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's I don't know how they... There's a thing... It's an incredible thing to see. I mean, the only show that has ever existed that is going to be better than this show is Barnum and Bailey and the Ringling Brothers. That's the only thing that is going to compare to Variety Live. And we're doing it here in Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is awesome! Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, sound... All sound effects this episode have been provided by Scotty Israel. Yeah, it's because I'm awesome. Oh, my God. This, I, I believe the name of this episode is not going to be this, but it should be Scotty Sniffs His Own Farts, because he's been sniffing his own farts all <laughs> yeah. this episode. Well, and I not, do have a Prius. Oh, uh, he does have a Prius. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Trifecta. Oh, uh, South Park. Uh, Dude, on the on the 20, look, I'm just going to speed through oh these other God, ones, because we're going to, no, I know, we're going to talk, no, it's cool, we're going to talk about this on all of our shows until, until, we die. oh my God, until Halloween, and probably a little bit after that, maybe till Thanksgiving, like this has, all right, so on the 21st, we've got hosting Brittany Alexis, who oh, is, yeah. I mean, she's phenomenal. She, she's, she's a black girl with a white girl's name, she's a lawyer, she's a comedian, she's very attractive. Um, How do you really feel about it? Yeah, well, I'm not. A, I don't. I don't hide that sort of thing. For the for September 21st, we also have Christina McNeese as our stand-up. Oh my God! And you know, I want I her to her. do the eight-bit sketch, but I don't want to say anything more about it. Please don't. And that's a great idea. Yeah, I know. And we'll I want. I. I yeah, we. Yeah, we both. At this have point, to... this is starting to become like a meeting that we're having for the show, where I'm like, that's a good idea. Yeah, no. I mean, we no, both. We, idea, she, she's she's the comedian, and I mean, she's funny, and she has a great. Uh, if you've never seen it, uh, what's it called? Her Instagram is is awesome. She does she, has... she does a workout thing. She's like an ins, an inspirational workout teacher online. She has so many so much shit she does. No, she's incredible. She's she a mother has... of two boys who are oh, three boys. Three boys. I guess three boys. All right. Well, I don't know them. What? Anyways, that's fine. Um, but no, she's she's amazing. She does have and listen. <laughs> I talk some shit about women being all like, you know, dick this vaginal that. She she fucking pulls that shit off in a way that I'm like, yes. Oh, she's very hardcore. funny. She's and so funny. Talk about attractive. Like I we just you just I just have a boner every time we hang out. And I tell her about it, and she's like, "Well, you know, you're allowed." You know, <laughs> she's like, "I accept that that's happening yeah. in my company." Yeah, we also have Mark. <laughs> I don't know Mark's last name. He's a little difficult. Um, Mark but, does not give a last name. Yeah, Mark is something, but he uh, uh, among the difficult things that he is, he's also a very inspired uh, musician, yes. uh, guitarist, and he. he we're, we're trying to set up a a, a big band. For him to play with a, a lot of people that, that he doesn't necessarily know, because he thrives in that environment. He does actually. He He's really very well does. With that, which I love. I love that musicians can that musicians who are able to do that kind of thing is so cool. On a, on September twenty eighth, Gab Benesso from Brillo Box, and 
all right. Jesus Christ, she's like Pittsburgh goddamn fame. Yeah, Fucking open up a city paper, bitches. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in the city paper. She she even goes out. She de- uh, does uh, uh, positive stuff with kids, public speaking. I mean, she's uh, she's incredible. And if you don't know her, you should definitely go to Unplanned Comedy Warehouse on September 28th at 11 p.m. and see this bitch bring down the house. All right. As Gabba Bonesso, and of course, Ian McIntosh is the comedian that night, and Ian has been doing this for a long time, and and, and not only not not only is he extraordinarily funny, but I I mean what a guy, you know I mean, what? No, absolutely. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. No, he's 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 an. He, when I first started comedy, he was one of the first uh, uh, seasoned comedians to, you know, just be nice to me. Aww. And and I was in a. In a bad place when I started. You're the first comedian that was really nice to me that like talked to me. Yeah, who? Chris Mahan. I bet Chris is awesome. I love Chris. Yeah, and Arvin Clay is gonna be on September 28th. And Chris catch him now because he's leaving. He's going, moving to New York within yeah. the next six months. Yeah, him and Victory. Yeah. I'm gonna miss both those kids. Like it makes me happy to see them. They're very like people you want to be around because yeah. good things happen when you're around them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, October 5th, our good friend Ian is going to be hosting. Ian Insect! That's right. He's my partner in crime for a lot of things that I do. And the fabulous... Showwise. Zach Funk will be the comedian. Yes. Oh, I love, we were just talking how great Zach is. We have this band that I saw at Howlers a couple of weeks ago called Swither. And Sarah Lou helped us book them, and they rocked the pack little Howlers up in, was it Bloomfield? Yeah, it's Bloomfield. Yeah, yeah. I, it's Bloomfield very exciting. Bloomfield and Lawrenceville have, like, this kind of, like, in-between gray area. Like, I don't know, part of town on Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it might as well be Lawrenceville, but it's, like, it's, uh, it all, like, like two blocks away. And then on October 12th, I'm still waiting to hear back from Dave Chappelle to host. Sure. And if I don't hear back from him by the 10th, I'll just host the show. That's fine. And, of course, we have the very uh, published, seasoned, amazing Matt Wolfhart. Oh, that's right. Is, is headlining as our comedian. Now. He's back in Pittsburgh. And we are going to take full advantage of that. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, ta- ta- talk about a guy who's good at mentoring the younger comedians and, yeah. and giving them the real inside of what's going on in comedy in America for the last 20 years. He's a nice guy, too. And he is a nice guy. He's a good guy. So where are we at in time? Have we, we have six minutes. Can we? Oh my God! Yeah, we're done talking about this. We got to talk about something else for six minutes. So Spencer Gwynn, part of Jabber Scotch, is doing all of our graphic artwork to promote this show, and I got to give him a big shout out because he is really working hard for us. For no, oh, yeah, not not anything more than praise and adulation. Uh, pretty much, and that's the thing too. Is like, I am all for getting performers paid but we're doing this all just for the love of performance none of us this is a good you, stage yeah you and i are gonna lose money yeah well lo- we'll lose a, a little, little bit. bit a little bit not as not as much as i lost on the last show i produced uh, which was a very expensive learning experience yeah i have one of those yeah i mean and that's what it is mm-hmm. you have to you have to well at least with me i tend to do things very badly before gotta, I do them well. You gotta watch your venues. That's yeah. the issue. Um, you gotta look at how much you're spending for the. And I'm assuming that was the issue. You oh had. my god, the venue raked me over the coals. Yeah, I got 
as well. I had a venue, and I won't say where it was, and I won't say who was involved in it. The venue doesn't exist so much anymore. <laughs> so yeah, fuck them. But um, essentially, for a very large amount of money, I was promised a lot of promotion and advertising. And they didn't and do any. No, the, they had one advertisement out that had the wrong title, the wrong, like, the wrong Jesus title Christ. and the wrong venue. Jeez, it was like, how do they know? They're the venue. They don't know who they are? Because they had two venues. Oh, my God. And they wrote me in So they're the basically one. sending people to their, Well, none of that's going to happen because we're working with mm. the very professional Woody Drennan yes. of Unplanned Comedy Warehouse, and this man will not let us down. No. It's live and learn. It's live and learn. You learn from your mistakes you yeah. learn from your failures and i think we're doing pretty good i think so too oh yeah. we're, we're ending this on a on a positive note on a sweet note oh that never happens and hopefully will never happen again because it's making my teeth hurt oh. but, <laughs> but uh no we're uh, i'm sorry that we we did spend a lot of time talking about Friday, like, but yeah, exciting. I'm not sorry about it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen for the next. I mean, I I want to actually up the amount of shows we do, leading up to the. Oh. Yeah, We're I gonna... can't do next Saturday, but all the ones after that I would like to do. Yes. Because we, there's so much to say. I know, and we can we can come do shit before. Why am I why am I saying this? I'm like, we can multitask because Saturdays what, are gonna be variety live. <laughs> And this podcast is going to be recorded on Saturdays, so we just come yeah. here. We well, and on the six weeks that we're having the show, we're obviously... Well, I mean, we could do this, but... Okay, yeah, no, we could, because time would allow. Uh-huh. And we probably should to help promote and it. And we will. And, and we've got to talk to um, River's Edge. They don't care. Who doesn't care? They all care. Oh, you guys all care? Yeah. Cool, cool, no, cool, No, because cool, cool, we cool, love cool, the cool, river's cool. edge around here. Oh, my God. And by here, I mean Pittsburgh and the surrounding area. They're you one should. of the greatest oh, I didn't mean venues. That. I didn't mean that. I meant, like, our, like, side notes to each other. They probably... Well, no, I mean, we just need to talk no, to them. Awesome. I mean, they're, they're, they're good friends of ours, and, and we need to and export, exploit their friendship Nick, and, and, yeah. and make it easy for them to exploit ours. Yeah, that's fair. That's what friendship is. That's, yeah. all, that's the only reason it's I'm friends with It's mutual exploitation. <laughs> it's it's not the only reason. It's just like, it's like I like really value sometimes. your friendship, but if we could have sex, everyone, not you and I, no, necessarily. I but there's also, like, having sex with people... In a business way. Oh, well, that's fun, too. Business sex. Yeah. I have business sex with a lot of I people. I mean, I'll have business sex if I'm sexually attracted. Otherwise, we're just going to do business. And if you don't like that, I'll take my business. I am... <laughs> she wants to have sex with me so bad, that's everybody. That's obviously And what you know is. what? I respect your boyfriend. And, you know, you, you were cuter when we first met. So were you. <laughs> we were in our teens, you dumb whore. <laughs> I love it. This is the way to end the fucking podcast. This is podcast. the way to end it with fucking vitriol. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. All right, kids. We'll see you soon. Try not to kill yourselves on alcohol like I will. I don't do you. it like that. Do what you want, greasy fucking bastards. Oh, I thought you meant me. Oh, yeah. That's also applicable. No. All right, kids. Uh, we'll see you soon. Variety Live! Bye. Variety Live.